0: stress that's one of those things that we just all absolutely detest in the 80s 90s we were always talking about you know the the problem and the the harm that stress does to one's body but what if i told you you could actually use stress to your advantage we're going to be talking about that this week on episode number 151 of the relaxed male this is the relaxed male a show that comes to you each week, helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey, man. Hello, and welcome to Relaxed mail. All right. So this week, we're talking about stress. We're talking about how you can actually use stress to your own advantage. And just, uh, it boils down to, again, what I've mentioned before. It is about how you approach, how you think of the circumstance of a stressful situation. And whether that situation is actually stressful or it's just a thought that you have about that particular situation. But before we jump into that, I want to say hello, welcome to all the new folks. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Brian. I am a men's life and relationship coach. I help men to get the nice guy out of their life so they can actually start living life on their terms. And it is one of those things that so many of us men struggle with being the nice guy, sacrificing ourselves for the benefit of others and us getting nothing out of that for return. And that's something that sounds noble, sounds great, but in the greater scheme of things is really not that great and grand. Not to mention nice guys just flat out aren't nice. They're manipulators. They're liars. And they are the their own worst enemy, to, to put it bluntly. But one of the things that all of us men do face, whether you are a, a nice guy or you're a man who is out there living your life on your terms, we come across stress, especially when we are try- going into new unknown things. We will categorize stress as being anxiety or You know, that extra pressure of trying to get something done within a particular amount of time. You get that time crunch going on. And that's where a lot of us men get into problems because when we don't handle our stress quickly or properly and we don't handle our stress in the right way, that's where we start getting the weight gain. We start lowering our testosterone. We start becoming irritable. We start eating more. We start drinking more. We start causing a lot of problems in our, in our life because stress creates uh, the several different types of stress hormones and it, it's our body's means of, of making sure, Hey, we've got to, we got to try to save as much as we can. It's it gets us into the fight or flight mode. And when that happens, we just, we just cause ourselves a lot more problems than good. And that is one reason why, like in the eighties, nineties, when everybody was really talking about stress itself, they were talking about the effects of having a lot of stress building up in your system. Can all that pro, all the problems that those end up causing being heart attack, aging early, strokes, aiding to the onset of, of diabetes, things along those lines. And this is. Keeps you from being able to uh, to live life on your terms when your term when you want to to be able to do that, but yet you're being held back because you have di- you've got diabetes, you've had a open heart surgery, you've you you know you are being treated, had a stroke, so you know you're not you're not up to the full body, uh, full physical fitness that you would like to be. So. When it comes to str- to stress, a lot of times when we hit those those let's call them crunch times, uh, that's often a big thing that happens when we're we've got ourselves set in a in a particular deadline. We've got a deadline; it's looming upon us, and. We start to really stress about it. We get distressed. Stress also can be equated to panic. uh, Mild forms of panic as we're starting to see that with the deadline's approaching, and we don't—we are nowhere near as close to that deadline as we need to be. So we start to panic. We start to stress, and all those cortisol and all those other stress hormones start to get released. What we normally will start doing is because when we're stressed that's not we don't often equate that stress as being a very nice type of sensation we don't find it as being a an exhilarated ex, exhilaration in, uh, if i could talk an exhilaration in itself that those times are when we start to really start sweating because we are facing the fight fa- flight or freeze in our life and when that happens you have a choice you can either continue to go you know what i'm panicking i'm you know i've got to give up i've got to stop this is going you know we start thinking that we got to stop doing what it whatever it is that we're doing we've got to change tactics we got to become something completely different we've got to we got to, to make our our lives different. We got to change something so that we don't feel quite so bad. If we're seeing stress and, and the sensation of being, of going into panic as a bad thing, we're going to start looking at that as a means and as an excuse for us to dump into buffering when that's buffering is actions and, and thought loops that we use to hinder us. It's keeps us playing small. So if those thought loops are, you know what, I've, I, I I've got to, I just got to stop, stop this right now. I got to find a way to procrastinate is what our mind will often do. It'll distract us from what we want to, want to actually get accomplished. So we jump into watching television. We jump into having a drink because we tell ourselves that one drink is going to calm our nerves uh jump into playing video games jump into doing anything else this is where a lot of men will also turn into porn and and other activities that just are meant to drive us away from that that bad sensation of stress but yet you can also use that stress and you can choose to look at stress as a good thing as a indicator you're on the right path you've got to just push just a little bit more you can use that if you want to be able to get over the over the the finish line you can use it as that little last supply of gas to reach your goal you can use the the panic and and stress that we that we feel to blend that into instead of being, Oh my gosh, this is going to be a bad thing. Oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. We're just about there. This is so close. And you can, like I've, I've said before, anxiety and exhilaration is just one breath away from each other. So you can have the, a sense of anxiety. And when we're anxious, we're going to hold, we're holding our breath in. We're, we suck it in and we're, like, we're, we're worried. We're, we're trying to be as still as possible because, you know, what happens if that tiger being whatever the deadline is, that bear, whatever the, uh, the results of a test or something like that's going to be something that is worrying us. We can either use that, we can either look at those as those bad things as, Oh my gosh, this is uh this is a bad thing. And we, we hold our breaths in or we can let it out. And that's what happens when you're going down a roller coaster. Yeah. It's scary. You're going up there. You keep going up and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is really getting up there. This is really getting high. What's going to happen here. Are we going to, you know, Oh gosh, are we going to die? Are we going to hit, you know, break the sound barrier and it's going to rip us apart. You know what, what's going to happen here yet as once you go down and you start to, you know, you start to get into it, you yell and you're, ah! you know, that is the breath. You're letting out the breath. And all of a sudden that anxiety and that fear becomes exhilaration, becomes triumph, becomes joy, becomes all the great feelings. The difference between a good feeling, and a bad thing feeling is a breath. Now, I'm not saying that you want to always find high stress situations Because again, you're going to feel that stress, but how you want to view that stress, you're still, or or when you're in that stressful situation, if you're seeking out those, those stressful points, you're still going to get, your body's still going to react to the stress, but mentally you're going to prolong that stress. If you're resisting the stress, if you are resisting that emotion, resisting that sensation, and you're like, oh my gosh, oh, I can't have this. I can't do this. Then you're going to prolong the sensation of that stress. While if you are allowed that st- stress to just be there and accept that, yeah, this really sucks. You can actually take that and turn it into the, something that is better than stress, better than panic. You're in, into joy, into excitement, into the drive that you need. Because like I said, that can be that panic and that stress can be either sugar in the tank of your project or, Or it can be an octane booster, and it gets you even further down the road. Now, why is it that we often panic or we really start to stress? Is it because of that deadline? Or is it because we actually secretly want to win? Think about that for a second. If you are panicking and you're stressing, why? Do you actually panic? Why are you actually stressing? Why are you sweating bullets? Because your mind is actually wanting to tell you, you can't do this. You might as well give up now. Oh, It's not even worth trying because if you do, you're going to fail. You're going to win. But you know, back in the back of your head that you're going, no, screw that. I'm going to win. I want to do this. I want to get this done and so you've got that mental fight that you're go- that's going on in your head you can either do it suck it suck it up and go through that little bit of un- discomfort and get on the other side and actually win the battle and win the cross that finish line that you're wanting and get what you're after or you can run away from it when you are actually stressed, what happens when you're finished, when you're in uh, the middle of a stressful situation and you step away for a second and you've been resisting that stress and you're like, oh, you're, you're just white knuckling all that stress. What happens to you for me? I start to get tired. If I, when I resi- resist, it just wears me the hell out, man. It just makes me so freaking tired. I could just go and take a nap and I'll take nap. You know, if it's something that I know I need to do and I don't do it and I'm trying to force myself, that's where the, the problem comes into play is me forcing myself instead of work, doing the thought work that is needed to make sure that I actually want to get this done. And if I don't want to get it done, why is it, and how do I change what I want to do to to a point to where I do want to get it done? And sometimes, yeah, it's really it really sucks. And it gets, you, no matter what type of talk you give yourself, you just it's just something you don't want to do. It might be like taxes or something like that. You just really don't care to do taxes. Well, all right, then you know you're going to just have to kind of face it and it may just be a a heavy burden that you're going to have to carry around for that day and if that's the case cool sweet dude it's awesome you you know that you're it's going to suck and you're just going to have to carry it around with you for a day or two and once you're finished with it then you can set it off to the side and it's done or if you can actually make the thought change the thoughts that you're having to a one that is you find acceptable and will serve you then good, you're not go- you're not resisting that stress anymore, and you're going to be able to go through and get that whole project finished with a lot more energy, a lot more gusto, and a lot more uh, fervor than if you were resisting. Because just as it sounds, you're resisting. It's that friction. You have to put a lot more work to get that puppy going. And that's where if you're doing a whole lot of resisting all the time, that's where the whole burnout comes into place because it's just, it is friction. You're running into friction. That's resistance. All friction is is a type of resistance and it takes more work. You're using more energy and you're tiring yourself out. You're building up heat. That heat's going to cause you to burn up and burn out. And this is why if you can change how you view the whole situation, the whole circumstance of what it is you're resisting, Or change how you look at the circumstance. Now, you can't change the circumstance, but you can change the way you look at that circumstance. And you change it to one where you're able to grease the wheels instead of throwing sand on the wheels. It's going to be a lot easier. It's going to be a lot smoother. And you're going to get done a lot quicker. And you're still going to have energy at the end of the day to go hang out with your wife, hang out with the kids, go spend time with your friends, go spend all the time that you need. But first, you've got to stop uh, stressing. You start using that stress and that sense of panic as an advantage. And the way you do that is again, you have to start looking at it. Why do you want to do what you're wanting to do? What is the circumstance that you're running into? What is that? What is that? What is your C line? What is your circumstance line? It's I want to get my podcast up and run let's say you're trying to do a podcast. I want to get, my uh, to have a, have a, a, a podcast. That would be your circumstance and your thoughts about it. it might be. It's a lot of work. Well, that's going to cause a good bit of stress, isn't it? Oh, I've got all this crap I have to do. I've got to do all this stuff and it's just, uh, am I ever going to get this done? I've got to get, figure out how to make a, uh, Got to figure out how to use a my audio editing software, and then on top of that, I got to figure out how to record it. And before I even record it, you know, I've got to get a got to get album art done. And you know, what is the album art supposed to be? Is this can we throw any size we want, or does it have to be a particular size? And just to let you know, it does need to be a particular size, no bigger than three thousand by three thousand, and under five hundred twelve kilobits in size. That's a lot of juggling you have to do. And that's not even sitting down and actually recording and then going through and editing and then making all the show notes and all that. I mean, there's a lot that goes in there and that's just getting the show to be published. Once it's published, then, you know, you've got a whole lot, a whole lot more stuff that you have to do. You have to post it up on social media and talk to people and share it with people and do all this other stuff. And that's one reason why people say, uh, right, recording a podcast for every minute you're podcasting there is four minutes, uh, four extra minutes of work that you have to put into it. So an hour long podcast is going to, is going to take you four hours to work. It's a one to four ratio. And that sounds really stressful. Or you could look at it as, man, I've got a podcast topic that is going to just rock my audience. This is going to be something that just does them wonders. They're just going to absolutely love this whole, whatever topic you're talking about. You can look at it like that and you can then know that as you're putting in the show notes, you're putting all the extra information and links to, to details about what you're talking about and all that other stuff. You know, the show, the, the, the album art, not a problem you already know just running over to canva and just getting some stuff put up beautiful boom bam voila you're out of there it's going it's good if not you got a couple extra bucks you want to send you over you run over to Fiverr and you have them create it up to you know like a 5,000 by 5,000 uh size uh piece of album art and from there you can shrink it down to to you know, 2000 by 2000, that might break it down, bring the size down to, you know, at, uh, under the 512 mark, 512 kilobits. It, it, it's easy. You can get it done if you have the right mindset. And with that, you're actually going to be able to get more episodes out as long as you're not sitting there stressing about it. If you're finding that you're, you get one done and, uh, you know, the next day you're like going, oh crap, I've only got six days left to get the next episode up and going. You've got something wrong with the with the pattern. You've got a thought issue that is just snagging you at every step of the way. And that's where you want to change it. So yeah, your thoughts may be it's highly stressful, which is going to create stress or it's going to be really hard and it's going to create the feeling of stress. The stress is going to create the actions of, resisting that stress and the stress is going to end up causing the results of you burning out of the podcast and your podcast isn't going to get produced or you're going to put it off and the podcast episode is not going to get released when you want it to be released. All these things can cause problems. All these things will keep you from making the choice and making the decision and making the actions that are going to lead you to success. So you want to change how you think you're, I want to get a podcast out that podcast. It, the thought instead of having, uh, Oh, this is going to be really difficult is this is going to help my men tremendously. There's a lot more power into that. And that's going to get, <clears throat> that's going to cause the, create a sensation, a feeling of, Hey, this is going to be awesome. A, cre- a feeling of, of, getting it done, a feeling of action, a feeling of of purpose, which is going to cause you to want to get that podcast recorded, show notes, hammered out, get the share out, get the word out. And from there, your action is going to be, you're going to put out a pre podcast episode and people are going to listen and they're going to like it. But that only happens if you change your thoughts. So use that stress. Realize when you're feeling stressed and you're, if realize, are you resisting that sensation? Are you resisting that? Are you turning to alcohol because of the stress? Are you turning to, you know, pot because of the stress? Are you turning to your video games or food or whatever as a means of stress? If you are, look at what the thoughts are that you're having about that particular circumstance. What is it that you're stressing over? Write those, all those answers down, write all those thoughts down that you're having about that particular circumstance. The boss yelled at me today. Well, write down all the thoughts you have about that good, bad, and indifferent. And you'll start to see, oh, well, these are, that thought's a good one. That one's not a good one. What's another way I can look at this thought? I'm actually getting ready to jump out of the truck here in about another three, four weeks. And when I do that, I'm jumping into a completely different area. I can look at that as being, oh my God, I don't have the steady income that I had before. What am I going to do? How, how am I going to make the, make ends meet? What, what's all going to happen? I can either get that taken care of. I can ch- look at that and worry about it and let that stress me out and put me into a panic mode and I not get anything done and I will wind up failing or I can change my thought and see what type of good I'm going to be doing in this, in this new, new endeavor. And with that, with that good, you know what? I'm going to be able to serve y'all even more. I'm going to be able to talk to you on a more one-on-one basis. I'm going to be able to start doing a lot more lives and things like that. And I'm going to be able to make this show in this, this whole platform of the relaxed melt an even better thing. So do I want to use that stress for evil and let it keep me from being able to talk to you? Or do I want to take that stress and go, hell yeah, I am on the right path. This is going to be a little sucky for a second, but that's cool, man. Let's, let's embrace that suck. Let's get on the other side where that's awesome. You can actually look at those things and you can make it a heck of a lot better. If you want help being able to do that, man, I am here for you. I am here to be able to let you know and help change those thoughts that you have, help you change those thoughts, convince your thoughts that it's something that needs to be that be a, be a thought that serves you. And in doing so, you're going to be able to step through to the other side and you're going to have a more incredible life. And if that's the case and you want to have a more incredible life, you want to get that done, then go ahead, reach out, go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching, fill out that form and, Set up a a time, and I would love to be able to sit down. We'll talk about it. We'll hash it out and figure out what type of game plan we can take. Find out what your goal is, and let's see what type of goal we can embrace. And from there, we can continue on down the road, and we will be able to rock this world with all the great and awesomeness that a man living on his purpose could actually have. If you want to be that man, you want to be the man who lives for purpose has his purpose, and ha- lives his life on his terms, reach out, get a hold of me, let me coach you through it, you get it, all right? So guys, with that, this one here is going to be a little on the shorter side. I appreciate you listening. If anything on this resonated with you, if it rang a bell, it's just, it just was speaking to you, and you got to thinking of some other brother of your in your life who could stand and needs to hear this message, share this message out with them, share it on Facebook, Twitter, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, share it on all the socials that you are on and let them know, Hey, there's this place called relaxed Mel, And there's a dude there that is helping us, helping us men out, getting rid of that nice guy, because the nice guy is the reason you're playing small. The reason that you are sitting, you're wishing that you had more, but you don't know where that more is. I am there. To, I want to help you. Not, and together we can change and we can help help your life become the soaring pinnacle that, that it is where your wife is actually talking to you. You've got the connections with your wife. You've got the connections with your kids. You are, you are just the, the shining, uh, shiny city on the Hill for your boss. You're just, you're rocking it. And he's just can't st- talk enough about you because you're, you're taking responsibility for your screw-ups, but at the same time, you're taking over you know, over projects that are needing to be done and you're seeing aren't getting done. You're just taking bull by the horns and you're just ta- owning the whole thing. You can do that. It's all up here in your head, and I can help coach you through that. If you want help, again, relaxmail.com forward slash coaching. Fill out the form. Set up a time. We'll sit down. We'll have an incredible conversation, man. So guys, with that, thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Till then, bye.